G'day guys, welcome to another series of our podcast, The Legendary Morons. Welcome to wherever you may be listening. Thank you. Yeah. Let's get into it, Pete. Yeah, so um, uh, last time we were talking about uh, Darwin City Council. Yes. And oh, no, no. No, we weren't. Oh. Were we? No. Two times? Yeah, we're going to go back. A few. We've got a lot of episodes, uh, so we've okay. got a lot of editing to do. Sorry, it's been a, it's been a long lunch. Yeah, um, we were talking about the cricket. Yeah, and at one stage we talked about Darwin City Council and their changes and their this and their that yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I was getting a bit irked about the fact that, um, you know, we pay these consultants big money to come up from down south and tell us how to name ourselves or how to feel or how to look or whatever. So I, yeah. I just went on a quick trip to Singapore and spent some time there. And Welcome back. Thank you. And I was doing some... Uh, when, when I go there, I love reading the local newspapers. Yeah. The Straits Times, the Business Times, there's a weekend uh, magazine-style paper called The Edge, and there's heaps of others, but they're the ones I like. Magazine's still around? Well, it's not a magazine, it's a magazine style, so it's glossy. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it, it, it's, it was an interesting read. How many people in Singapore out of Q? 5.8 million. Okay. Yeah, uh, in, a, in an island that spans 58 kilometres. So think about that for a while. It goes up rather than out. Yeah. But... Um, uh, an, uh, an Australian, a Singapore-based Australian company yep. has just been awarded a contract. So one of, the, one of the major shopping strips in Singapore is Orchard Road. Yes. And Orchard Road would be comparable with Rodeo Drive or, you know, similar type strips in Paris or Italy, um, et cetera, et cetera. I'm mixing my countries and my cities there, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so Orchard Road is just shop after shop after shop in big high-rise buildings. And basically over the years they've built it out. So like Smith Street Mall... They're struggling to get people to go there nowadays, oh. Uh, oh. including the ERP, which was um, introduced probably 10 or so years ago now, which means that at certain times of the day you have to pay to use that road yep. by car. And this, is, this Singapore-based Australian company has just been given a contract to do a study, which is going to take six months or 12 months, to then go back to the Singapore government to tell them what they can do to get people to go back to Orchard Road. Oh, wow. And I went, wow. wow. A few cinemas, yeah. So there's, there's so many synergies there with Smith Street Mall and Darwin City and Mitchell Centre, which is also, in my opinion, yeah. uh, not living up to its potential. And here's the thing. The two 60-plus white males who are charged with doing this research... I had to think to myself, wow, it's interesting how humankind keeps making the same mistakes over and over again and doesn't learn. So this company will earn millions to do this research and to tell them whatever it is they tell them. But at the end of the day, a little throwaway line in the article said (laughs) they're dealing with e-commerce or online retailers, but that's not why people don't go there. No, that is why people don't go there. And as soon as they cotton on to the fact that people's habits have changed, how we consume, how we buy, how we interact, 
Orchard Road will remain like the Smith Street Mall. Absolutely. Will remain the you know tumbleweed zone that it is. And Amazon will keep growing. Absolutely. Mm. And, and I mean, Amazon's now in Australia, and and their their remit is simple: destroy all competitors. Yeah. You can like that. You can not like sure, it. Right. But that's their remit. Oh, wow. So yeah, I I found that interesting among many other things, and you know the, the Singaporeans have got a lot of things right. Yeah. Um, but. They've got thousands of malls. Why would I choose to go to Orchard Road, which is overpriced, targeted to the tourist and tourist dollar? Now, it does attract Chinese and uh, Japanese and, you know, other tourists with a lot more money than you and I've got. But, yeah, why would I choose to go and buy a watch for $8,000 when I can get the same or similar thing, you know, for probably $500 somewhere else? Wow. Wow. That's that's how I yeah, look at it. Yeah. Well, good trip? Yeah, overall good. Overall good. Good to relax for the three, four days? Yes, got to stretch out and enjoy the amenities of the hotel. And, uh, yeah, it's a good place. It's easy to get around. It's clean, tidy, safe. Uh, although the cost of living has increased there okay. dramatically in okay. recent years. It's an adjusted development. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But I, I, I work on the Coke Index. Wherever I travel in the world, show me a can of Coke and show me the cost and I can tell you the relative cost of living. Brilliant. The Coke index, the chips index, basically the junk food index. (laughs) And, yeah, Singapore is... uh, I I was there two years ago and I've noticed prices have gone up significantly. Yeah, I haven't been there for years. I think we've got to go on the underground monorail, is that what they call it? Uh, MRT. MRT, that's it, yeah. Yeah, Santosa Island a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got pissed there a few yeah. times. So. <laughs> I should do. Yeah, I should do. Um, yeah. All right, well, uh, let's talk about most recently. Mm-hmm. Did you see my little article that I got from The Hustle? So for two days, whatever it was, our, our friend Zucks, Mark Zuckerberg. Loved it. Uh, was grilled by what is Congress, you know, 60-year-old people that run our country. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, or their country. Their, their country, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, less than tax tech savvy. And I, I, as I said on my Facebook post, Facebook stock went up for yeah. the first time because they made themselves look like complete tools. Morons, and I've been saying this in real estate, in uh, you know, in, in consumer behaviour. The world has changed. We used to learn from our teachers. Mm. You know, they used to teach me, like even when I was early days in real estate, teach me, teach me, teach me. Yeah. But then I worked out at some point, you can't teach me anymore because I know a little bit more than you. Not saying that in a cocky way, saying that in a willing to work hard. Yeah. In a, in a, in an age where. You know, there's information, infinite information if you're willing to search and yep. find it. Yep, correct. And Mark Zuckerberg was making these guys look like clowns. Well, when whenever I travel overseas, I whenever I turn the television on, I always put on CNN. Yeah. I find it's a it's a fairly good source for just what's going on in the world, whether it's sport, whether it's current affairs, you know, whatever it might be, breaking news. So the two things that were dominating CNN in the time that I was away yep. was uh, one, Mark Zuckerberg, fronting Congress for those two days, yep. and the other was the controversy uh, that is the Trump presidency.
presidency. Let's leave that to one side. I could literally talk days about that guy, but none of it would be positive. Uh, what is it? A celebrity in chief, they call him now. Yeah, yeah he, he's a fool. But, uh, but anyway. The, sorry, I'll just say one more thing. The most, what is it? The most entertaining reality show ever. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's the thing about it is that... <laughs> Every time I look at him, from his ridiculous facial expressions mm. to everything he does, everything he says, I mean, imagine, imagine any leader of any country tweeting, goading uh, leaders of other countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, as I say, I could talk days about it. Put that aside. Let's go back to Zucks. The, the, the whole Zucks thing I found fascinating. Oh, um, wasn't it? And look, he's a less than affable bloke. Uh, let's be honest. I mean, I know the um, the movie about the creation of Facebook and you know all that is is very much uh, dramatized um, but those dramas don't come about with their, without there being some element of truth to them yeah. and uh, yeah it, it was it was fascinating because hey, look he was willing to front which I think was great because yeah, a, a lot of them wouldn't be mm. but you know at the end of the day the the people who were Grilling him, if you want to call <laughs> that it that. Grilling him, he was destroying. I mean, them. if they just did even five minutes of research oh, beforehand, yeah. gee, it would have been handy. Because some of the questions, oh. I I literally had to take a double take to work out whether there was a punchline coming yeah, or yeah, whether yeah, yeah. it was a joke. It it was disgraceful. It was it was both fascinating and painful at the same time. But. A uh, thing that we've always been saying, you know, it, if you've got 30 years' experience at something, it almost means nothing anymore. In fact, it's it's backwards. So, you know, I don't like people that talk about the Google algorithm, mm. right? Mm. I, I've sort of literally had it because the thing about it is that when you drill down, Google doesn't make one cent of money from SEO, right? So those companies that help businesses to get their websites found online, search engine optimization. That's what SEO is. Google yeah. makes no money from that, right. okay? Right. So Google doesn't want people making money from it because it doesn't. It can't share in that revenue. So it changes its algorithm or code more than once a day. So no one knows what it is. No, yeah. Now, as a result of that, there's, there's so much overcomplicated digital speak. But the reality is this. If, if you think you can go away, uh, build a website, stick it online, and then leave it for a month, three months, six months, 12 months, you're kidding yourself. Yeah. And it's yeah. the same with everything, yeah. with every digital property you have. So Facebook will reward you for putting content. That's right. It'll reward you for entertaining or interesting or viral posts or viral posts content that engages people but if you just leave it for a week or two weeks basically the the digital space says well they're not interested so why am i yeah simple yeah, as great that way to explain it and yeah. and uh, yeah i don't know I, i'm I, i'm a white male shoot me uh, or sue me mm. you can see that but 
I'm also a, a person who is interested in that space and knows that it changes every day. And mm. there's a lot of people in this world that are charged with making decisions on behalf of a whole lot of people that they really have no place being in charge yeah. of. Yeah. So, yeah. look, well, you know, at the end of the day... Yeah, Congress. Sorry. Well, that, that's my point. You know, <laughs> at the end of the day, Facebook's a business. It makes money by selling ads. Yeah. And with video and podcast magic, your shadow's gone. Magic, hey. Now, you guys can't see it, but uh, we're also shooting a video while recording this podcast as well. Yeah, so if you're listening on the audio version, there is no change. (laughs) If you're watching it on the video, you'll see that I'm no longer up in the lights. There's got to be a way that we know that something goes on, right? Yeah, um, it's above my pay grade. Right. Yeah. That's right. Let me know. Yeah. I'm thinking some sort of uh, electric shock system's the way to figure it out. But <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So we were talking Facebook ads and targeted ads. Just, just the fact that you know they, they make them relevant. They're not going to show uh, a female yep. who's shown no history of being interested in sport or whatever. They're not going to start suddenly showing her, you know, sports bet ads or this, that, or the other. And they're not going to show you, for example, mm. the latest bridal gowns. That's right. You know, yep. that, that's the beauty of it. So, yeah, they've got your information, but that's actually a good thing. It's so the ads that you do see, you will have some interest in. You may not click on them, that's fine. Yeah. But it's about targeting people who are the most relevant to the product or service that are trying to be, you know, that people are trying to sell. Of course, uh, at the moment, the big thing is 25-year-olds running agencies yes. of uh, digital nature. But, yeah, you know, yeah. that'll clean itself up too naturally as well. Oh, oh, have you seen this? Probably not. Protecting your information. Like from Facebook. Oh. We understand the importance of keeping your data safe and we're making it easier for you to control which apps you share information with. You can go to the apps and website section of your settings at any time to see the apps and website you've logged into using Facebook. You can also remove the ones you don't want to have connected to Facebook anymore. Go to settings. Well, that is really relevant in my life because yesterday when I was sitting in my hotel waiting to head off, I got a... uh, Oh, look at that. I got a... um a message via Facebook that my wife had scored some score on some basketball game uh, on through Facebook. And I thought, yeah. absolutely no chance in hell that was her playing that game. Oh. And the kids have gone and downloaded these Facebook apps. And, of course, it sends out the results to people in her messenger list or right. her contact list. Block. She was only yeah. So she was only asking me earlier today, can I get rid of that? And I said, Well, there's absolutely no doubt you can <laughs> but uh, I shan't be doing it right now. So I'll go to the websites and apps settings and do that for her. Um, okay, perfect. What do you know about a little local entrepreneur which is he's actually gonna come on a podcast. Yeah. Um, Sam Coon. Uh, 
well, I know that uh, we're connected on LinkedIn. Okay. And I'm, I, I, I see him post in a lot of different areas. So yeah. don't know him personally, but yeah. tell me more. Well, he's got the Recover Me uh, GPS tracking. Oh, yes. Little yes, things, yes. which I think is a fantastic idea. Yes, it is. I've, uh, I've dabbled in that area myself. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, if, you're, if, you've, if you've got cars on the roads... And in a business sense, I mean, and you want to know where those cars are yeah. for a million different reasons, they are invaluable. Yeah, and you've got the um, mm-hmm. Darwin, um, what is it, the performance site, the car site, it's quite a large site that helps people find their cars. This is just an addition to that. Correct. Yeah. And, and what a lot of employees uh, sort of jump at is, oh, that's invasion of my privacy, or that's, well, hang on, it's actually for your safety. Yeah. It's actually for the car's safety, because you can um, you can put information such as um, renewal dates for uh, registration, you can put in right. uh, servicing dates, you can put in driver uh, license renewal dates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a million things you can do. So while this whole privacy thing comes up, the first reaction of any business owner should be, "Well, if you're doing your job, you got nothing to worry about." That's exactly so, right. <laughs> but they're brilliant. They really are, and and they can also help with driver safety, driver fatigue. Uh, they give you stats on oh. average speeds, you go, when you're braking too hard, when you're accelerating too hard, yep. when you uh, when you're speeding in, um, you know, if you're doing 180 zones, oh, there's so much information they can give. There's a lot of benefits to that. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. How do you know so much? Uh, I, I dabbled in this area previously and set up a few businesses here locally with uh, vehicle tracking systems. Cool. Well, yeah. let's, um, let's close out this podcast with a big announcement. Do we want to put that announcement forward of what we discussed today? I don't think it can hurt. No. Uh, in fact, I think it, it can only help. Yeah? Yeah. Let's do it. Well, guys, um, I'll start it by saying is we have digital marketing agencies and we have digital marketing agencies. Yeah. Some better than others, some that have been around for a while and practices in the industry have changed and they haven't caught up with that. And then, don't get me wrong, there's some leaders here. You know, we like to surround ourselves with some mm. of the most innovative people in the territory. But uh, on that conversation, we've built this digital platform, the podcasting. Yes, absolutely. You, you are no stranger to <laughs> website building, SEO, Yes. Ranking. Yeah, that is true. And some would say, I know how to use social media to connect and uh, show a true, authentic side of yourself. Tick. All that combined with what we know with the internet being in its, in its infancy and combine that with people that are not keeping up with the times. Yeah, very much so. I think we owe this to Darwin. 
Yeah, I think so. And um, I talked earlier about my days at Yellow Pages or Census, as it's also known now, yeah. or as it is known now. Yeah. And and the the, the great shock that I suppose I had yeah. with my 150 or so client list that I was running at that time yeah. was these people, business owners, yeah. small to medium-sized business owners, yeah. are already in the business of advertising in the digital space. Right. And it was shocking to me how little they know. Yeah. Now, that's not a judgment on them. Yep. It's a judgment on the people that are supposedly meant to be helping them because it was frightening to me how little they knew even though they were spending money, and in many cases a lot of money, yeah. on the digital marketing space. And so, not getting a lot of return either. Well, no. And, and if they were getting a return, having no way to measure it and no way to figure out how it was returning. So, yeah, I, I think you're right. Owing it to the market is, is part of how I see it because I left that uh, environment thinking... It's small and medium-sized business that I'm passionate about and and helping them to get found because there's nothing more, nothing less than that. Yeah. How do you get found online? How do you stand out from your competitors? Yeah. So that, that's how I look at it. Well, we're, we're brewing something. It's happening. I, I, I'm hoping we've given you enough information there. Well, I will say um, about uh, about five years ago when I used to live in Bellamy, um, I think my son was one. Oh, yes, yes, it is five years ago. Um, and I wanted to connect the suburb together. With the help of a few people, Sue mm-hmm. Fraser Adams and Valdo Ion, we created a little suburb called Bellamat Community. Mm-hmm. What then in a, what happened with that is we started to connect and we and it was featured on the news. I've still got the YouTube video up there. Um and it was neighbours keeping an eye out for each other in today's world rather mm. than, you know, I guess you could say Neighbourhood Watch was still pretty active then. I'm sure it's active now. But um, this community group, this community group, I should say, grew from 10 of us to grew to 80, featured on the news, went to 120, and then everyone else was like, oh, can you do one for my suburb? Can you do one for my suburb? And, uh, you know, fast forward today, we have a l- nearly every suburb in Darwin up and active now, nearly. Some have only got 10 members, but some have also got uh, up to two, 3,000 per suburb. Mm. It's a really great way of connecting with your community. Find lost dogs. With You know, I know, I know the media has run some negative stories on them, and there's been a lot of hard work over the years. But I want to thank... I want to thank all the administrators that have helped. It is completely voluntary over the years mm. to maintain these groups. Yep. Um, and, you know, now you as a recent uh, administrator for Stuart Park Community. Yeah. Fantastic job. Thank you. Um, you know, we are going to continue to grow a authentic group of people where you can communicate to your suburb. Over the years, we've had problems with spamming. Uh, we've, you know, mitigated that as much as we can. Um, and now we get new uh, insight tools for, for groups as yeah. well. So, you know, I think we've built platforms there that any digital agency that represents being a digital marketing expert or a business social media marketing expert doesn't have these tools. So I think... 
Yeah, agreed. And and my great bugbear, and as you say, look, this will unfold over the coming weeks. But yeah. my my great bugbear is that so often do I hear and have I heard for the last two or three years about businesses spending money uh, for digital marketing in various forms, mm. and them having absolutely no idea whether that was well spent or not well spent. Yeah, yeah. And you know, look, we're we're not in the business of trying to hoodwink people. Mm. We're not in the business of trying to sell them something they neither need nor want. Um, but uh, we absolutely know how to get in touch with your clients, regardless of what you do, mm. and uh, we, we can assist you to do that in a, um, a cost-effective manner yeah. that, will, that will achieve results. And look... Um, I'm always mindful of the fact that everybody says that and every second ad on Facebook nowadays says that. But um, this is local marketing, which is is really quite different to... Specialised Darwin marketing. Are we forming Darwin's most innovative marketing digital agency? Well, the answer to that is yes, we are. Stay tuned for more details. I'm Peter Gowers. And I'm Peter Kafkas. This is Legendary Morons. Catch you on the next podcast. See ya.